the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 193 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 15. 15. I'm Liam, and I'm 13. No, you're not. You're 12. I'm still 12. Sadness. You're closer to 13 than 12. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we probably have this conversation every year after Anna turns one age, and then you feel left out, so you feel like you have to say probably. that you're the older age, and then I... Help try to make you feel better by saying that you're halfway to that age. No, we don't. No? Mm, no. Okay. We probably do. Right. No, we don't. <clears throat> Maybe well. not every year on the podcast, but every year, I'm assuming. Maybe. So here we are, uh, and, uh, you know, this is a regular episode. We, uh, we said we'd do this last week, but we didn't. Because last week was busy, 4th of July. Actually, it was last week, 4th? Anyway, it was yeah, busy. Yeah, 4th of July. Yeah, something like that. And uh, my birthday, and we had family in town. Yeah, it was all that. Bunch of stuff going on, so we we uh, didn't record. And that's summer. That's summer for you. But now here we are, July 14th, the Wednesday. It's yep. the uh, the finale of Loki Day. Yes, uh, but we have not watched it yet. We have not watched it. But Looking we will have when you listen to this. Loki dies again and permanently dies, right? <clears throat> I doubt it. No, he did that. That happened in Endgame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That That's was why a I said again. Loki. Anyway, that was a different, the same but different Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we're same enjoying Loki that show. In a different universe. Mm-hmm. Confusing. True. Uh, so. We are going to uh, head on over to our listener mailbag to start off the show. It's time to read some emails that we got from our listeners. Listener emails make us happy and they are super fun to read. Yeah, it's time to read some emails that we got from our listeners. Listener emails are really fun to read. They are fun, everyone, except the bad ones. We don't get much of those, at least for now. They are fun, everyone, except the bad ones. But we don't get that much of those because our listeners are awesome. Alright, so as is customary, we like to start off our listener mailbags with first-time emails. And we have a new first-time emailer this week. Exciting. Yeah. Say, hi, my name is Mary. I'm 13 years old. My dad just introduced me to your podcast. Oh, thanks, Mary's dad. Uh, I'm really enjoying the Bad Batch, especially when they introduced Kanan Jarrus slash Caleb mm-hmm. Doom in Episode 1, Aftermath, uh, since he is one of my favorite rebels. I have a question. Kanan looked the same age as Omega. If she survived to become a rebel, would she be the same age as Kanan? So, before we talk about this at all, we'll say that uh, this is not a Reaction Core episode, so we shouldn't do spoilers for the most recent episode or two of yes. Rebels. Uh, so, but this is about the first episode, so not a surprise to anyone that Kanan shows up in that first episode. And, uh, yeah, they looked about the same age, so... But we do not know if Omega will end up the same age as Kanan. Do we know that Omega ages at a normal speed? Well, she's an unaltered clone, according so to we, okay. the information that Tech got. So, okay. she uh, so she should age at a normal, normal. rate for a human in mm-hmm. the galaxy far, far away. Um, they yeah, should program so. them to like age at double the speed till they're twenty-five, and then yeah. start aging half the speed. 
Mm. So they have the same lifespan, yeah, just in a good way. I think for them, yeah, that would make sense actually, economically speaking. Although, but actually, how would they do that until like a certain age? Yeah, who knows, right? Programming the DNA would be programmed at a certain age. Do this, yeah, yeah true. Um, but I think that the Kaminoans, uh, they make money off making That's more clones, true. so they're fine with clones aging out fast and dying mm. off because they're all about the money. Okay. Yep. So thank you so much, Mary, for reaching out. Thank you for that email. And uh, I do think that we could see her, you know, in some future sort of storytelling, uh, interacting with the Rebels uh, from Rebels. Mm -hmm, Although, I mean, we're all, that's kind of all, you know, it's assuming she survives and all that stuff. And knowing Dave Filoni, he doesn't like to, uh, he doesn't like to kill off his characters. So she'll be around for many, many years, I have a feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so... Cool. Uh, All right, Riley sent us some more fanfic and some other stuff, and so did Ezra, and we're going to get to those as we go through the show. Um, So those will kind of, you know, we'll we'll pepper those in, but thank you, Riley and Ezra, for also reaching out. Uh, Brant sent us an email, too. Says, some good news to start off with before I talk about what I thought about Bad Batch episode 10. Said, uh, I got the second shot, and the two weeks are over. Awesome. Nice. So full, full vaccine... Full, fully vaccinated. Thank you for letting us know that, Brant, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, now to talk about Bad Batch. I liked this episode, and again, Brant is talking about episode 10. Um, yeah, you know, maybe we'll save that for our for our Bad Batch, uh, the next Bad Batch episode we do. He uh, says some other Star Wars stuff I've been up, getting up to recently. I got a new Star Wars game called Star Wars Empire at War. And I got a mod called Thrawn's Revenge. Uh, the mod is super old, but the mod makes it look modern and fun. And the game is also really cheap on Steam. Oh, this is like a computer game, Empire at War. It's like a strategy game. Yeah. Uh, so Brant also plays a game called Stellaris, or Stellaris, I'm not sure. This is a game that uh, my friend Kurz also plays. And he was so excited to show me it on his new computer. And then he said, okay, here you go, do this. And then he had to go somewhere. And so I sat in front of the computer and watched a blank screen for like five minutes. It wasn't blank, but I was in a pilot. I was in a, a cockpit and I was just flying toward a planet and the planet was super far away. And I was just sitting there waiting to get to the planet. And I'm like, this is the most boring thing I've ever, I mean, I know that the game is, is fun and like, it's all about exploring space and there's so much of it that like, um, that people like who play the game actually discover new things that no one else has discovered so like the game is so huge and and you actually like you can map it out like a five thousand gigabyte game yeah yeah uh so anyway uh so brant plays this game and said that uh they had a new dlc where you can proclaim yourself the first galactic empire and you get an achievement for it that came with this picture and it says uh with thunderous applause is the achievement and uh, he says it's beautiful, isn't it? And I'm going to put this up on the website because he wants a me to. Chicken? Um, it is uh, a character from Stellaris called Jeff. <laughs> 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 and Jeff kind of looks like the Emperor. Uh, so, sort of, when you put a robot or when you, when you put a hood on him, he looks like the Emperor. Anyway, he says uh, there's a bunch of Jeff memes with the Stellaris fans. And. Uh, yeah, so that's something that uh, 
he wanted to show us and mm-hmm. i looked it up and yeah it's, it's ridiculous uh but you know good for them good for stellaris fans uh brant says i'm 14 and i have not seen the expanse and remember this uh remember brant sent us a, a fic that fanfic that original science fiction fanfic and i said the space battles seemed kind of realistic oh, yeah. and i asked if he had looked at uh, if he had watched the expanse because the expanse has really realistic uh space battles uh, but he says he has watched YouTube videos about how scientific and good the space combat tactics and weapons are. So, cool. cool. And uh, and Brant sent us more of that fic, which we'll get to on a later episode, I think. I don't think we're going to have time to get to it today. Uh, Brant also has some Stump the Lumps, which we'll get to later also. Uh, so Brant also said that he heard us talking about a library and was wondering if we had read Way of Kings by Brandon Sanders. I've heard of it. Have you heard of it? Yeah. But I've never read it. Okay. And Skyward also by Brandon Sanders or Sanderson. Sanderson. Uh, they're super good. And also I can't wait till I can go to the library. We were planning to do so soon, but for some reason there's nothing like reading an actual book compared to an audiobook, which I've had to do during COVID because... Who can survive for two days on stuff or something, but five for now. All right. Thank you, Brand, for reaching out. Uh, Miles sent us an email. Says, uh, Miles heard that Ubisoft, Ubisoft, is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? Ubisoft, thank you, uh, is making an open world Star Wars game. Cool. Open world, like you can like visit planets and stuff. Is that I think what it'll it be kind of like open that. Open world means you can like Zelda Breath of the Wild sort of. You don't pro- you don't know what that is either. No. Okay, so basically, <laughs> it means like you can walk around the world, and you don't usually strictly have to go to one place. So it's oh, not like okay. a story mode. Well, it is a story mode, but it's not like now you are going to Tatooine and you are doing this bounty on Tatooine. It's Got like, it. you can either do it on Tatooine, or you can do something on a different planet. Mm-hmm. Got it. Also, I think that As- uh, also, Miles says that Asper is making a Knights of the Old Republic remake. Oh, cool. Oh my uh, gosh, that's cool. And I also found two people who faked that there is a Battlefront 3 on the Battlefront subreddit. That wasn't very nice. Yeah, oh, internet. People on the know. internet. Oh. <laughs> Also, I have my hopes sky high about Jedi Fallen Order 2. I also wonder what what it will be called. Jedi Risen Empire? Jedi Falling Over? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, There will be another Fallen Order. Yes. Fallen Order was so good. It was like Star Wars, but (laughs) Spider-Man. It was that good. I still like Spider-Man better. But Fallen Order is really good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one, too. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they haven't announced, like, for sure that they're doing one, I think, or even when it's going to be, but I think the... the... Actually, maybe they did say they were doing a second one. Anyway. Anyway, yes, for sure. And then uh, Miles took up way too much room saying bye for now. (laughs) About 100. I want to say No. Stay on target. Stay on target. There we go. That's all. Very short. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Alrighty then. Uh, So, thank you for that, Miles. Uh, Cooper also sent us an email. Says, "Hey, children of the force." 
swapped with Disneyland, and it was super fun. I went on Smuggler's Run twice, uh, and the first time I was a gunner, and the second time I was a pilot. So this is the, the Millennium Falcon ride. Uh, I thought the pilot pilot was funner. Wait, sorry, red underline. I mean, more fun than the gunner. Uh, I also went on the Rise of the Resistance, which was also fun. Oh man! Oh, I'm so excited. I you know, the go. thing about going to Galaxy's Edge is like it's not guaranteed that you're going to get to go on the Rise of Rise of the Resistance. Well, if you it's have a busy two shots, so mm. you can't talk. That is true. I am going in October without you kids, with my brother. Yeah, at Disneyland. They so. were going to a concert already there, yeah, and he was like, yeah. um, he wants to go, so I'm going to go I too, have, so I, I was like, even, fine. I have bought the tickets for Disneyland, <sighs> oh so. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm excited for you, Brian though, and then we're going to go <laughs> And then soon you're going to buy us lightsabers. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, 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 no. Yes, you are. No, you'll, you will hopefully get a lightsaber when you go. Oh, no, when, I when we go to Disney yeah, Oh, I thought you meant I was like going to bring them home. I'm not bringing you home anything. I know. Yeah, no. I don't want Maybe I don't some, want I'll bring you home some Mantel mix, maybe. Ooh, yeah, I'll take you some know what else I'll bring? <laughs> you're not bringing yourself home anything. I'm not bringing myself? No, you're getting oh, everything when we're there. I think that's right, actually. I think, well, I might get a lightsaber. No, you'll do that. Yeah, when we no, are I might there. do. I you're might also do probably gonna get. I want. I really want to try blue and green milk. Why wouldn't you do it when we're here? Well, because uh, if I get one the first time I go, then I don't have to get one when you get one, and then I can just watch you and enjoy watching you do yeah, it. Yeah, fine, but you have to hide long. it from us. I don't want to. Anyway, actually, I kind of. So do Cooper want to said see that uh, he, uh, all, yeah, that rise of the resistance was also fun. Yeah, that sounds super fun. Uh, one thing I found funny was that the first order officers had COVID masks on, and that was funny. <laughs> uh, and Cooper got a nine-figure pack of the First Order villains and sent us some fun photos of cool. of all those villains. Cool. Uh, and he said, but why send an email to a Star Wars podcast that is reviewing a Bad Batch episode? Maybe. Well, hey, we're not today. Without saying anything Bad Batchy. Nope, not today. Red underline. <laughs> underlined, <laughs> underlined Batchy. Uh, <laughs> um... Anyways, I sent this email on Thursday, so I haven't watched episode 9 yet. Yeah, this was a while ago. Uh, but so far, I think episode 8 is my favorite. Uh, another Bad Batchy thing. Hold up. I said not today, red underline. Is it underline you know, Batchy again? You know, you can uh, click on it and say, <laughs> yep, add it. recognize Hey, hey you're word. ruining comedy. You never ruin comedy, okay? <laughs> also, <Anna>? which <laughs> one was episode 8 again? Yeah, I think that was the one where... Um, where they went to the, um, the abandoned ship. Uh, it was it was the one after that, right when Crosshair came. Okay. And there was the big fights, and Crosshair okay. ended up getting burnt. And yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So he said he got a Bad Batch shirt that looks like this. So, Ooh, that's super cool. That is really cool. Right, who's the one in the bottom? Yeah, yeah. One of those helmets does not belong. So there's a Bad Batch. First of all, and who's the one in the bottom left? Crosshair it is be there. Omega. <laughs> and it should be Omega. I'll put the picture on the website. That's a pretty cool shirt. Thank you. And uh, he says, I think that's it for this email. Bye for now. May the force be with you. All right. Well, thank you, Cooper, for that. That sounds super fun. And uh, super happy for you that you got to go to Galaxy's Edge. Awesome. Yes. More and more people are sounds awesome. having that experience. And one day, all we of us will. will have had that experience, too. Yes. <laughs> all right. Nyan mm. reached out. Uh, Nyan said, I haven't emailed in a while. That's right. It's been a while since we've heard from Nyan. Uh, so I thought I'd just say hi and give my general thoughts on the Bad Batch so far, since I haven't been sending weekly reviews of the episodes. And that's fine, I think these are pretty general uh, thoughts, so we'll just go through them and just, you know, 
general spoilers, maybe, but nothing too specific. Uh, he said, by the way, a few weeks ago I shared my finished fanfiction. Uh, yes, and we did get it, and uh, uh, thank you so much for that, Nyan. You and finished your fanfiction? Yeah, he did finish it. And, uh, oh my gosh, how long was that? It's pretty long. It's uh, like... I think it's 60 pages or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty long. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll definitely get to more of it. I don't know if we'll read the whole thing, but I do want to read some more. Wasn't his the really good one more. where the Padawan's master died? <laughs> yep. Very Star Wars-y. And oh, the Padawan the one... landed on the planet. That's right, that's right. And then there was that weird... There was like a new, new empire? Yeah. There was the weird, scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> like the you remember that guy one. You tried all right. To be well, nice. you made an impression. Uh, I mean, they were all good. I'm not saying they were all. That good. was the only good one. I was just saying. Right. That yeah. That's was I, good. exactly. Uh, yes. So we got that, and and we'll get to it uh, in a future episode. Nine says here. Uh, here is general thoughts on the Bad Batch thus far. I really like it. There are obviously a lot of flaws, as with any show, but in my opinion, those flaws are relatively minor, except for the whitewashing problem. And the show doesn't suffer too much from them. Although I do think Omega is a bit annoying, it doesn't bother me too much. Uh-huh. As I said to my friend, she is just the right amount of annoying. So that is funny, but not to the point where it's irritating. I understand. <laughs> In your most recent reaction episode, you were wondering about why Omega's hair was blonde, and I always just assumed it was dyed. I think Rex's hair is also dyed blonde and cut really short. But that could just be a massive tan line i'm not sure and actually that that is right i looked that up later i said something about maybe cody's hair but no it was rex's rex's hair is blonde and shaved <laughs> like he has blonde hair and uh according to wikipedia it is dyed uh and there are other clones there's another clone that has very blonde hair like yellow hair in, oh, yeah. in the clone wars I think I and that clone. um and his hair according to wikipedia is also dyed uh, not his natural. That it's not his natural hair so color. So clones with colored hair, with different colors hair, are dyed. Well, I guess. I don't know if they could do bright colors though. I think that might be like against the rules or something. What colors? Like bright colors. <laughs> like the Kaminoans might not allow them to do that. To have like bright pink hair. Yeah, I mean, there's probably like a dress code, you know, for when <laughs> they're in battle. Bright. Maybe I don't know. Yellow is bright. Anyway, so is Omega's hair dyed? That's the question. I think so. I think that Omega, you know... um, Omega's a mystery. hmm, Omega's a mystery. Omega is a mystery. We'll find out, I hope. Uh, He says, Nine says, One of my main issues with the show is that Echo doesn't really get to do much. I still love him as a character, but I feel like all the things that he could do is being done by tech instead, which makes me wonder why he is even in the Bad Batch. But Echo is still great, so I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, I think that uh, he's a reg, and it's kind of nice to have a reg on the on the squad. Yeah, and, and kind of tones the whole thing and brings it back to what we know. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Nine says, also I have a theory about the thing in the tank that fell onto Fennec. It's a bit far-fetched, but now that I have invented it, I will accept nothing else. All right. Here it is. As you noted in your reaction core for episode 8 and 9, the alien that fell out of the tank looked sort of similar to a Kaminoan, but there were notable differences. But my theory is that it is a Kaminoan, just not the current version. Ah, I think that the Kaminoans have been using cloning to improve their species over time, tweaking things about their genes to improve upon their physical appearance, and that abandoned lab was used to make these new versions. So, so the you thing think in the, the tube. The thing that fell on Fennec was a 
newly one in, or a, what they used to look he like. Said uh, it was let's a see. version or a previous version. So the thing in the tube was either a failed new version of a body or a previous okay. version. So either. As I said, it's a very far-fetched theory, but it's still possible. It's Actually, definitely possible. I, think I don't think it's that far-fetched. It's, it's less far-fetched than it's it's closer fetched than uh, <laughs> anything than else. Snoke could, it, or, anything yeah. else that could be like yeah. what else could we think it was? Yeah. Just some alien, but I don't know if they do that. Right. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, all right. Nine says, I agree with you that it would be awesome if Omega is trans, but I think that Lucasfilm isn't brave enough to do that since they weren't brave enough to make Finpo canon. I'm still that mad is. about that. Yeah. Me too. Yep. <laughs> I yep. forgot about that. Yeah. Thanks for reminding but us. But I miss so. it. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, that's a good point, but I also think that things change quickly. And... Um, you know, and also Bad Batch is a smaller show. It's not going to be mm. shown in theaters, so they yeah, don't have to worry about like, like the box it? office and making uh, money off of it. Was it part of the reason That's they awful. didn't? Do it is, but, but it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> part of the reason they didn't do Fin Pao because in China they can't show movies in movie theaters that have um, homosexual I, couples. Maybe. That's I'm what not you sure. told me. I, I think I can't remember if that's true or not. Yeah, but that could be that could be that part too. of it. And I mean, I I'm mad at them. Yeah. I'm mad at society. I'm mad uh -huh. that's why the things are. Yeah. But I feel like you can't be too mad at them, at the same time. Hmm. At who? It's Lucasfilm. Hmm. Okay. Like. Because they're, they're. I I don't like that they were too scared. I don't like that they have to be too scared to do it. But also hmm. they're losing. If they did do it, they're losing so much money like millions of right. dollars it is and it's and, like and and the thing the reason why they would be losing part of their business hmm. and the reason that. yeah and the reason why they would be losing millions of dollars is because people don't want to accept that stuff. yeah and that's I what i'm like more, that's on the people that's what i'm more like, mad at people yeah. have to be hmm. yeah. open yeah. to those things but yes i do agree that lucasfilm should have had yeah. more representation well and it's kind of like the chicken and the egg argument right like how do people become more accepting right well they become more accepting when it it's when there's more representation in media and That's stuff true. that helps people accept it more you know if um, they did do something like it here it would maybe start like a hmm. more representation in star wars yeah if they did it in bad batch oh first. sure oh totally yeah and, uh, you know, like they've done it in comics, they've done, you know, a lot more in comics. So yeah. that, that, what you said, Anna, that is what they're doing. Right. They are having better representation Didn't for LGBTQ stuff than in, in, in the comics and in, in books thing. and mm -hmm. right. Was um, it Afro lesbian or something? Yeah. Okay. Afro is, yeah. Yep. So, um, and hopefully there, are, there will be an Afro television show at some point. Oh, that'd be you so know, cool. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be out? awesome? Well, no, we thought that maybe. Uh, maybe the Leslie, Leslie Headland, I think her name is, uh, the woman who's doing, um, oh, the original Disney plus television sh show that takes, it's not disciple, but it's like the same kind of word like disciple. Dis Why can't I think of it? No, like a, like a person who's like a acolyte. Acolyte. The show Acolyte is coming on in Disney Plus in a, in a couple of years. It takes place uh, right at the end of the High Republic era. And so we thought, a lot of people thought maybe she was doing uh, an Afro show, but she's not. 
But anyway. Uh, all right. So nine says, sorry for the long email. No, never apologize for a long email. And happy late Pride Month. Yes, happy late Pride yes, Month to everybody. To you also. Uh, right now we're we're half a month past Pride Month. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't uh, know. Wait, half okay. a month? Yeah, it's already July 14th. How? Wait, what? <laughs> How right. did that go by so fast? I know, I know. Belated Pride Month. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then also Ish reached out. Ish says, uh, sorry, I haven't emailed in a while. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's never apologize and... for a long email and never apologize for having not emailed in a while. <laughs> Ish said, I had another surgery and it went super well. I had pain, of course, but not that much. I healed quickly and felt good. Awesome. Nice. Uh, went on vacation with my cousins and my grandparents. Fun. For his grandparents' 50th anniversary. So they got a huge house for us to stay in. Had a basketball Ooh. court and a movie theater. Nice. Awesome. Nice. That sounds super cool. Sounds like Kit. us fest. It, it does. does. It does. <laughs> can't wait. I know, Me I neither. I'm so excited. Our big summer get together with our friends. And there's a movie theater in the basement of that house. <laughs> yeah. Which is really nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah. It says some parts of the house were funny because all the kitchen utensils were way oversized. Oh, maybe giants live there. You don't know. <laughs> uh, we also went to Cedar Point and it was really fun. I do have to it's say, funny though... That that's the first thing you think of. <laughs> uh, my babysitter used to have, when I was a little kid, uh, we'd go to her house sometimes, and they had the giant fork and spoon. And mm-hmm. she told me that it's for when the giant came to visit and ate. And I believed... I remember believing her. I was like four, you know? Oh. But I remember believing her. Yep. Anyway, uh... Well, they went to an amusement park and stuff, uh... Ish says, now to Star Wars related things. I'm still really loving the Bad Batch. Also, I am reading Into the Dark and it's just amazing. Hey, I'm reading Into the Dark too. And I finished it. Yeah. And I'm not is, reading it. It is good. It. Uh, some good. parts are pretty dark, but it's okay yeah. because it really helps to make the plot so much better. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like Leox. Yeah. Leox Leone. He's, he's, uh, he's funny. That's the pilot. Oh yeah, uh, he's kind of like, like a kind of like a kind of a Han Solo type sort of. Imagine who he is just by his name. But mm-hmm. he's okay. he is kind of like he is kind of like Han Solo because he's like he's like I'm so old and wise, but I'm also mm-hmm. like you know that's kind of Han Solo. Yes, yeah. yeah. you know, young and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. agile. Yep, <laughs> yes, agile. Uh, he said, "I also realized Yoda was alive during agile. the High Republic." Yeah, Yoda is mentioned in. Uh, Light of the Jedi, I think. And Yoda actually is in some High Republic comics. Um, but yeah, because the High Republic era was a period of time that lasted for around 200 years between approximately 300 BBY and 82 BBY, in which the Galactic Republic was said to be at its height. So if Yoda was... Uh, so Yoda would be about 596 years old during uh, the stories of the High Republic. So... Says I'm all, he's also wondering when the next Zoom call will be. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> we said we were doing midsummer. Well, you know what? Our July is Booked. so like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna say August. We're yep. gonna say mid-August because August is when we actually have time to breathe yeah. this summer. Uh, July's always July so busy. July is so busy, and so June busy. was too. Like it's just nonstop. Every weekend yeah. we're doing something, and it's just really hard. So yeah, we're gonna say August. Uh, and uh, Ish says bye for now. No scream. All right. Yes, that's very nice. All right. I uh, I just want to say something. Are they here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. No, you can take the thing. I know. Hold up. I just want to say something about yeah. Star Wars yeah. in general. Yeah. Uh, Yoda's 
uh, Yoda species does not line up because at 900, he's about 90, or it seems like he's about 90, Mm -hmm. and at 50, baby Yoda is around, like, one or half a year, and he should be five years old. We've talked about this before. I know, but (laughs) I'm just saying, like, he should be five years old if they're going by the same age range that Yoda is, I feel like. But he's obviously not. So, yeah. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. You don't even have to keep that in if you don't want that. No, we can, we can give it in. All right, well, Anna has walked away because she has some friends that came over. So we're going to pick this up uh, in a little bit after her we friends leave. Continue. Yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, oh, Liam, we could probably do uh, your music corner while Anna's gone. Is there a certain song that you wanted to... Uh... Maybe. Yeah. Hold up. This one right there. Yeah. Stay by my side and don't ever leave. Real? Real means like it's, it's the actual, actual version. Okay. Yeah. Slide 
Thank you for that song. Uh, we are back now. Anna, your friends left, and uh, mm-hmm. and now we're back recording. And we listened to that song, Liam. Uh, some pretty cool vocal effects on that, including that very squeaky little thing at the end. That was kind yeah. of creepy. That little, was me. A little weird. Uh, hopefully, it didn't scare Just so everybody knows our younger listeners. But yeah, that was you. Uh, and yeah, so thank you for that. And. Uh, so you wrote the lyrics and vocal, and you sang everything on there. All the vocals are you mm-hmm. uh, with effects and stuff. But the was made by Anne Boy. You can find them on YouTube. They yeah. make beats. They do like uh, like free beats that people can use. Yeah, super cool. So uh, we are going to go and read a little bit of fanfic now. So Riley sent their uh, Mandalorian prequel sequel or or second chapter, I guess, to the prequel. In the first installment that Riley sent us, we saw Din getting saved by the Mandalorians and then being introduced to other foundlings. And uh, an Inquisitor shows up and they're killed by the armor. And then it flashes forward to seven years later and Din is older and uh, he's hanging out with Reyna, another Mandalorian. And instead of going to target practice, which is what they're supposed to do, they go to spar instead. So that's where the story picks up. So instead, they walk to a different street and open the sewer plate and drop down into the hole, and Din closed the plate. There was no one inside. There were only three mats and six sparring sticks, two on each mat. Din and Reyna walked over to the closest mat. They each picked up a stick, then faced each other on either side of the mat. To the first blow, said Reyna. Go. They rushed toward each other. As they reached each other, Din swung his stick at Reyna's leg. She blocked. She in turn swung at his head. He ducked. She swung again at his chest. He dodged and struck Reyna in the leg. She fell. Din dropped his stick and helped Reyna up. She shoved Din over. He took her with him. They lay there on the floor as Din said, Dirty trick. Nobody said it wasn't fair, Reyna said with a chuckle. They looked at each other, Reyna on top of Din, and and then, as though they realized what they were doing, they stood up quickly. Reyna opened the plate, and they jumped out of the sparring room and closed the plate behind them. Din's head was spinning. Then, just as they were about to walk back to the sleeping quarters, there was a shout. Reyna! Din! Get over here now! They saw an older Mandalorian, the target practice instructor. Oh no, groaned Din under his breath. Where have you been? There was a long pause. The memories of the last hour rolled through Reyna's and Din's mind. Then finally Din said, choosing his words carefully, looking at Reyna, We were, uh... Held up. Held up, huh? said the instructor. Held up so long you missed practice. Then he chuckled. Well, get on with you and make sure you're back before dark. Then he walked to the street the dorms were under. They looked at each other with, with astonishment. They had expected a lecture, not to, be, not to mention a punishment. They did not expect to be left off the hook just like that. Suddenly they both smiled at each other. You go back first, Raina said. When Din gave her a quizzical look, she added... So that things don't look, uh, weird. Then Din turned to go back to the dorms with a grin on his face. He felt great, like nothing could go wrong. Then something happened that whipped the smile off his face, and two droidicas rolled toward him. He shouted over his shoulder, Reyna! But there was no need, as he looked in her direction, and he saw two droidicas rolling towards her, too. 
The two of them pulled their blasters from their holsters, but they knew it was no use as they rolled to a stop. They straightened up, and powerful ray shields appeared around them. Just as the two kids were about to shoot uselessly at the droids, there was a loud, Hit the dirt! Someone flew overhead. As Din flew at the ground, there was an ear-splitting boom, and shrapnel flew everywhere. As the grenades exploded, Din found himself thinking about how his parents hid him to protect him. If he had hesitated to drop a few seconds longer, there would be little pieces of metal sticking out of him, and he would have died just like his parents. Grasping the thought, he looked around quickly at Reyna. She was on the ground, not moving. Din stood up quickly and rushed over to her, then sank to his knees and turned her over to examine her. Din braced himself to see shrapnel sticking out of her, but luckily she was fine, just knocked out. He picked her up, one arm under her head, one under her knees. He carried her all the way back to the dorms. He opened the door to the foundling door and carried her inside. Rach and Dex, Rach and Dex were inside talking, but they stopped abruptly as Din came in and set Reyna on her bunk. You want to be Dex here? What happened? Uh, what happened? Asked Dex, walking toward Din. We met some droidicas, then from overhead a Mandalorian told us to hit the dirt, and then he threw a frag grenade at the droid. The impact must have knocked her out. Dex stuck out his arm to wake Reyna, but Din grabbed it and said, Let her rest. Okay. Dex said softly. That's cool. good. so good. I thought you were going to kill off Reyna for a second. Me too. I would have yeah. been mad. Thank you Me for not too. killing off Reyna. Yes. <laughs> all right thank you so much riley for that and uh with that we're going to for the first time in a very long time head on over to the news <gasps> what all right so we got our first look at star wars visions that was super cool uh so that was you know the the new uh anime series that's coming out kind of like an anthology series each story is going to be completely different by a different uh by like a different anime studio even uh different animators uh and they were kind of able to do whatever they wanted to do with it i think both of you were pretty excited when we saw that video huh yeah that, it looks super cool yeah it's gonna be a lot of really good stories yeah um and uh and as far as we know kind of the way they said is uh they didn't really give these these creators any guidelines and so the stories are not necessarily canon they're just cool star wars stories mm-hmm. you know and that's super cool there there is a book that's coming out that's based on one of the stories called ronin i think uh and that one the book will be canon and it's based on one of these one of these episodes mm. but uh but not every episode is, you know, but it doesn't really matter. Like, it's just going to be really cool, like, you know, anime kind of interpretations of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Really cool. I'm so happy. Yeah, you're pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be, uh, it's smart. It's so smart of them to do that, exactly. you know, because You're so, so many people, smart. Uh, so many people are so into anime and it is really the, you know, uh, especially for young people, you know, it mm-hmm. is the thing. And like, so, people my age are going to be watching it without their parents, which really isn't a Star Wars... It yeah. really isn't a thing most of the time nowadays. Yeah. Like, kids my That's age true. aren't going to sit down and watch The Mandalorian alone. Well, mm. I guess they would, but, like, Some nobody's going to watch The Bad Batch alone or Clone Wars yeah, yeah, yeah. or Rebels mm. or the Star Wars movies. Well, some people do. Some people but yeah, do, yeah. but, like, it's rare, and I mm-hmm. think with the anime people are just going to watch it. Yeah. 
but I think they should have done a actual like full story with the anime series. Yeah. But maybe yeah. they'll do both. Anime is really like maybe um, they're just doing this to test which one is the best, <laughs> and then which one the fans like the most, and maybe. then they'll have that, that studio create a full series. Maybe. Yeah. On the episode they did. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, so that was really cool. That was a fun, fun Star Wars thing. Uh, and, uh, something that wasn't fun was that, uh, the internet kind of exploded when, uh, it came out that, uh, that the Lego, Lego basically said, uh, don't call Slave One, Slave One. Instead, call it Boba Fett's Starship, um, on, like, packaging. Hmm. And... That's because they didn't want the word slave to be all over Star Wars packaging. You know, like it's a yeah. it's a word that's very loaded. And uh and it doesn't really like there's no like canon reason for Boba Fett to call the slave one slave one. And also it never is really said in out loud at least in any canon things. And it, it's in some books and stuff, but um that's weird. So, you know, I think that they just kind of want to get away from that. And I think it's understandable that they would want to maybe just not have it on children's toys, you know? Like, maybe right. technically it's still named that. But, like, why put it all over kids' toys? But people just, you know... Uh, I don't even want to... People just can't, got so mad about it. And they're like, oh, it's Disney's. They're, you know, so PC and... uh it just, I almost don't even want to talk. In fact, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I just wanted to mention it. I think it's ridiculous that people got really mad about it. Same. That's my take. Yeah. Um, other news about uh, The Mandalorian is that it was nominated for a bunch of Emmys. Uh, actually, it, I think it got the most nominations or the second really? most nominations of any TV show. Wow. Um, so the big the big nominations it got nominated for a lot of stuff like a lot of behind the scenes stuff and director stuff and cinematography stuff like that um but it was nominated for the, the outstanding drama series so like best tv show basically that wasn't a comedy um best supporting actor in a drama series uh for giancarlo esposito uh for nice. his portrayal of moff gideon yeah he did that really well yeah and he was nominated last year too for season one uh he didn't win but maybe he will this year maybe not uh also, uh, you did win. I don't know. Okay. Also, um, Timothy Oliphant, who played Cobb Vanth, uh, and Carl Weathers, who is Grief Karga, uh, both were nominated for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series. I yes. guess uh, Carl Weathers was only in a few episodes, which yeah, is why I guess he was considered really, a guest yeah. instead who, of who like did Carl Weathers play? Grief Karga, the you know the oh yeah head of the Bounty Hunters Guild, oh, yeah. or at least in that section of space uh and then ludwig Göransson for outstanding music composition again for the score which uh he did win last year oh my for gosh the score so, so good. it's really who knows good. maybe he'll yeah. win again what's his name again ludwig Göransson ludwig Gor yeah. okay. or ludwig i'm not sure how it's pronounced like um, when you when you hear that name yeah. no offense yeah but you think he's like an 80 year old with gray hair oh you think of ludwig von beethoven yeah, right. yeah, Ooh. but like just the name. Oh, okay. It, like mm. it makes you think he's like eighty because years he old. sounds like an older composer. It sounds like an it sounds like an it's an older name, you know. Mm, yeah. Like, or at least it's not you know a name that's common in the United States. In the United States, yeah, exactly. And so that's yeah. what I think of. That's right. Yep. And when when you hear a composer with a name like that, you always think of like Beethoven, sure. Mozart. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, why. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. 
Uh, Clone Wars was also nominated for uh, Daytime Emmys for Outstanding Writing Team for uh, Animated Program, Outstanding Music, uh, Kevin Kiner did the music for Clone Wars for this is for season seven, right? And uh, mm-hmm. outstanding sound mixing and sound editing. So yeah, that was super cool. Uh, and you know, I, I don't really usually watch the award shows, the Emmys, at least we don't usually watch, but you know, it's, the Emmys it's nice are to for know. Like shows, TV mostly. shows yeah, yeah. not actors or and actors yeah. and actors. Yeah. Then Oscars are just for actors. Well, that's for Oscars movies. Oscars are for movies. Yeah. Oh, Oscars, Oscars are for movies. Yep. Okay, yep. which one's for actors specifically? Isn't there one for actors? Well, well, you could be nominated the SAG for award, like the Screen Actors Guild awards. Mm, but no, and then like, there's the Grammys for like musicians. music. Music. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And there's the Tonys for um, Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Or plays and that's or, just yeah, Broadway, plays, musicals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that'll be it for the news. Uh, it's amazing how little news we actually have, considering we haven't had a regular episode for so long. But yeah. That's that's all right. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. The question and answer cancel. Riley has a question. Do you think Yoda and Yaddle are Grogu's parents? No. Mm-mm. Riley thinks that they are. I, I think, think they might be. That Yoda and be. Yaddle. Yeah. I don't know. They're a very they don't species have we know nothing about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it may be normal for them to have children at a very old age hmm. because when is Mandalorian take place? <laughs> uh, How many years after Yoda Like dies? six years after Return of the Jedi. About six years after Yoda dies. Well, then he would have been like 900 years old. Or 800 old. something. 800 something. Yeah. And that's 80, 90 old. for us usually. <laughs> and usually people don't have children at the age of well, 80 or 90. Yeah, but like yeah. I said, I we don't know much knows? about this who knows? species. That's true. I honestly think it'd be kind of not pointless, but just mm. somewhat pointless to yeah, bring just, in a new, um, spe- a new, you know, character that's Yoda's species without telling us more about the species like give us the species mm. right like if Show it's just us like more of oh them. yeah he's yoda and yaddle's son like bring that him would just kind of be boring like they yes. did with zeb bring him yeah. home yes. you're saying that that's what i'm saying like, that we'd better learn more about we'd yoda better species, learn more they're not gonna just give us a, yeah okay. i don't want right. to die without knowing the name of yoda's species <laughs> i really don't I feel that. And I don't want you to die or anybody else, any other Star Wars fan to die without knowing the name of the species and more about them. Like, (laughs) it just angers me. that Are they ever going to tell us? Do you think the Star Wars will ever tell us? That's why I don't really want them to. I don't know. We'll see. I I think maybe we will. Because, like Anna said, why would they introduce another character? If they weren't going to tell us more about the species. Uh, Ezra has a, a question for the question and answer council, and thank you for that question, Riley. Uh, Ezra's question is, what is your favorite Star Wars creature? Um, creature. Um, creature, that means... Yeah, I'm going to go with Any Tauntaun, living thing, right? Because I like how they sound. 
I like Tauntauns too, but I like those one things. I like Twi'lex. Um, I is would say Twi'lek is not a creature. Twi'lek is more of a, an alien, like a, another and humanoid rebels. species, right? So, Fearnox? Lothcats? No. I want to say Lothcat. Oh, Porks. That's porks? Easy. Oh, Porks. Yoda's okay. species. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> no. I guess they're... Porks aren't like creatures, but they're not yeah, like not cre- They're they not like, like mm. human-like. You know what sure. I like? I like, yeah. I like the wolves in Rebels. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Wolves. Oh. The loath wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loath I wolves. might have to agree with you there. Yeah. I also have been very. I've always really liked the Rancor. I just yeah. love the design of the Rancor. Yeah. The big I like arms. The Wampa yeah. Disgusting. Ooh, the Wampa. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what the is Rancor your is favorite gross. Star Wars creature, Ezra? We yes. want to know. Yes, uh, Ezra. Let us know. Ezra also asks which kind of troopers we like best. I feel like we've gotten this one before, and we always have different answers. I'm gonna go this time with. Scout Trooper. You know, I always really did like the Scout Troopers look. Just, I always liked their stubby little amazing. blaster, too. They're yeah. so cool. Scout Troopers. And I love the... I always loved the the speeder bike scene on Endor, Their too. helmet looks more like... Less like a normal Stormtrooper yeah. and more like Tech's helmet. Yeah, I love Ezra wearing a Scout Trooper's helmet, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ezra's awesome. Anna? I don't know. Trooper? No? I think Actually, Sand Trooper. I might have the, ones, yeah. the ones in Rogue One. Maybe that's just because I like the surrounding better. Oh, the, because the, it's the Shore Trooper. Yeah, the Shore the, Trooper. Kind of like the tan. Actually, look. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go somewhere where neither of you and uh-huh. Ezra probably didn't expect. Uh-huh. Imperial Cadet Trooper. Yeah. <laughs> that outfit, mm-hmm. that helmet yeah. is so awesome, and I feel like it's based off that one Legends helmet that's like orange and and white. Mm. It was like the teacher. I I, I don't oh, know what they're from. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking the about. The Old Republic. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, it was from the. I have it in a Lego set. Yeah, yeah. The with the people that it came with like the Sith troopers, Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, Sith trooper. Yeah, yep, that's right. Yeah, uh, I like the. Clone cadets. Was it my favorite? Cadet I mean, helmets. the Imperial cadets. They're awesome. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, thank you for those, those Ezra, questions. Your Ezra. name made me think of that, so I would well, never. Yeah. Have, oh, I, would ne- I would never have got it if somebody else was the person <laughs> who asked the question. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you for those questions, and now we're gonna go have a joke. <laughs> What kind of triathlon does Yoda make his students do? Can I see it? I don't even remember. I I remember it. He He told us this a few weeks ago, but I don't remember. I think you're wrong, Liam. So the kind of triathlon that Yoda makes his students do is an athlon. Because there is no try. Because there is no try. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the joke. Oh, that's pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty good. Stump the lump. Let's go stump the lump. <laughs> Riley sent us some stump the lumps. Uh, first question. What year did the first Star Wars Lego minifigure come out? Whoever's what closest. What year? Whoever's closest. I'm going to say mm-hmm. 
four. 1776. No, I'm kidding. Liam? Uh, New York I'm City. I'm going to say, you said what? She said 1984 when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When did the first Star Wars movie come? 1977. Because I know that the first Lego set came out around the Return of the Jedi time, I'm pretty sure. I'm just going to go with 1986 because I think it was higher, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. Liam, Liam wins that one. It was actually 1999, I believe. Oh, yeah. I knew it came out around the... I knew it came out around Return of the Jedi. That was that was the Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah. Still. Return of the Jedi out. came out in 1983. Really? Yeah. What? Uh, 79, 81, 83, 84. I can't remember. Dang, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Star Wars Legos, uh, Lego did not start branding and doing like movie stuff until right around 1999. Um, I, I think I think, I think Star Wars was the first one, or maybe no. I think it was like some NBA. I don't know. What was Remember the first Lego the, minifigure? It was just a person. What character? Oh, you mean for Star Wars? Yeah. I think it was Vader. It was that Vader that you lost. No, that's so sad. <laughs> that was one of the first Star Wars sets, though. That was like the first year or two that they did that's it. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, good question, Riley. Riley has another one. How many lightsabers did Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader have? How many lightsabers what? did Anakin slash Vader have? I'm going to say three. All told, right? Wait, three? in all, how many lightsabers mm-hmm. did he have? Like how many did life. he own or how many has he held? It, I think own, own throughout his life. I'm going to say three. One. Four. Ah, Four. Yeah, because remember Anakin, it gets cut in half in Clone War in Attack oh, of the Clones. Oh, I completely forgot and... about that. I thought he just had that one. I thought they were fooling us, trying to make us oh. think it was two. Bec- but actually, he just turned his first. He just turned his. Oh no! Because remember, Obi Wan takes his at the end of Revenge, Revenge of the Sith and so gives, he it, gives it to Luke. New one. In, what? Uh, okay, never mind. In the New Hope. Yep. Never mind. So that's why yeah, I thought four. three. Uh, so Anna, you got that one. But what was the third uh, one you thought? But why was it four, uh, though? One, two, three, four. I can't remember. Okay. I can think of three. I'm sure I, I, I do remember him having another if, one, though. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another question. If there are six members of the Ghost Crew, and Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker, and four times five equals 20, and pigs fly, then what is the Mandalorian's name? Ooh, I Anna. forgot it. Din Darn it, it's Din Djarin. How did I forget that? Yeah. Okay, Um. I, I think she may be wrong, so... No. Din... Jarnin. <laughs> no, no, she's right. Stop All right. Uh, Ezra has a question. Who won in the fight between the Wampa and the probe droid in the Empire Strikes Back novelization? Nice. Wampa. Deep cut, Ezra. Wampa. Wampa. Anna, what's your answer? I'm going to say the probe droid. <laughs> Anna is right. It's the probe droid. Yeah. a probe droid. Anna is the Wampa. winner of today. And Brant sent us some questions, and we're going to have to get to those. Wampa. We're going to have to get to those the next time. Well, no, it, it, it established that those pro droids are super, that they're deadly, right? They shoot thingies. Lasers. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lasers killed a, can kill a wampa. Yeah. Well, Does that surprise you? What? How can Han kill it in like one shot then? Wait, Han is never there. Okay, well then wampas are weak. If one shot can kill it. If one shot can kill what? A wampa. Well, you don't know how many times the probe droid shot the Wampa. but I still think the Wampa would have won. I'm so confused. All right. Well, 
I think that's going to be our episode for today. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to episode 193 of Children of the Force. Whoa, we're coming and, up on our 200th uh, episode. I know. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are. Children of the Force. Leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash children of the force. Or just record a voice memo and email it to us at. Forestchildren at gmail.com. Our website is childrenoftheforce.com. And, you know, check it out for this episode if you want to see some of the images that we talked about on this show. Mm. They'll be on there. And finally, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to us. It really does help the show get into more people's ears. We'd really appreciate it. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you.